0: This podcast is brought to you by Zotes Sunflower Seeds, the number one flavored sunflower seeds on the planet. Visit zotes.com. Now, welcome to The Accidental Experience with Mark Comer. Hi, and welcome to another edition of The Accidental Experience. I'm Mark Comer. And with us from the LBC Long Beach City uh, on the AE Hotline today is one Jimmy Boy. Jimmy, how you doing, buddy?
1: You know, at Long Beach and Compton, that's nothing but trouble, son.
0: <laughs> and you are nothing but trouble. And that is what we have learned. That's what we've come to learn about you over the years, Jim. Nothing I'm not, but trouble.
1: I'm, uh... You remember? Well, I guess they still do it, but you know how comics in general are the biggest dorks in high school.
0: Yeah, oh, <laughs> and yeah. you know,
1: nerdy. They're just kind of nerdy and they're angry. You're never. You'll meet like a Will Ferrell who wasn't necessarily a stand-up comic, and he'll be fun and outgoing because he was part of the improv.
0: Uh-huh. But just
1: a true comic like a Patton Oswalt, you don't want to hang with them because they're depressing and horrible people <laughs> in general. Um, but I always love it because they're all nerdy and dorky. And then whenever they have an album out, it's always like raw or in your face or watch out. Here I come. So I always thought it was funny how they tried to make them look hard. And like right. total, And when in general.
0: Hey, we had a
1: someone that you could push over with a feather.
0: We had a comic in my high school who is, has been on Conan now and he's been on, you know, the, the comedy circuit and that, you could not explain him better than what you just explained. The biggest nerd, nice guy. He was very funny, but oh my gosh, the biggest nerd. And he's doing very, very well. The last thing I would have ever thought about him would be hardcore. You know, he was definitely... Yeah, but
1: I guarantee if he's got an album, look at it. It's
0: yeah.
1: like spikes in your face from this <laughs> dude, whoever he is.
0: Well, well <clears throat> they, are very, they are very hardcore. You know, Jerry Seinfeld especially, he was a very hardcore... Yeah, you know, hardcore well, Jerry individual. broke
1: every mold ever. That's why yeah, he's that's so true. awesome, and he doesn't he doesn't cuss either, so, which is also another thing.
0: So what uh, what's been going on this week? You know, you you felt like you had to kind of go and search and try to find a publication that actually had the Dodgers winning the NL West, and then you had to share that uh, about how they won the offseason again and last night, and and I thought that was really cute. I, I thought it was really cute.
1: Well, well, first off. And second off, and fifth off.
0: <laughs> Somehow
1: you found something that showed the Dodgers, and I wasn't even...
0: Dude, bleacher report. Out
1: ...in our live studio that showed that the Giants were going to win the West. I get it. Someone wants to be a contrarian to what
0: mm, the truth is yeah. every year.
1: There was someone always picking. In those nine straight years, the Braves won the division. There was someone always picking that they weren't going to do no it. No one ever it. picked They're the wrong.
0: Phillies <laughs> in those nine years. No one. I yeah, just wanted to know.
1: You can find it. Someone, someone <laughs> always wants to be the darling, because if they hit it, and they're like, I'm the dude that picked the Phillies. And if they don't, then no one cares. Anyways, I was just like, the thing that bothered me was that that thing that you had, that outlet from some dude, uh, had the Dodgers winning 87 games, Uh-huh. which is...
0: About right. One, okay, yeah.
1: Seven games over 500. Six yeah. games over 500. Okay. To a team that's already won five in a row, got everyone back. It's actually healthy this year. Well, just knows how to win the West.
0: But I think what they're trying to take into consideration is, and you got to think about this: if that Trump travel ban immigration order goes into effect, will Dodger Stadium be half full? That and and can that may you know could that mean three or four less victories?
1: Well, so we're just going to do each other's texts from now. <laughs> Because we already know they don't allow trannies to go into any bathroom. So that's already done. You've already lost 25 to 40% of all San Francisco Giants.
0: Okay, so so we we know that is not even close to true. You can't deny what what I'm saying is is somewhat in the ballpark of being true. But that's okay. The point is, one publication, one guy thought the Giants were going to win. Absolutely, I agree with you that that most of the publications, including Vegas, are predicting that the Dodgers win the division and that right, the Cubs win the,
1: division, the World Series. Was the guy had him at, at 87 wins. That was the part I was really... Because the Giants can catch fire and we can find out that Melanchthon's the real deal and it changes their whole aspect and the look and the way that they right, do, go right. about business. But that's not, not a given. Up 90, yeah, they could definitely go win 95, 96 games and win the West. I'm not saying that. I'm saying there's... More or less, there's no chance the Dodgers aren't winning 87 or 88 games plus. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, they're, they're going to be in the 90s. They're so deep. They're putting everyone to sleep. It's, I mean, there's got guys like Van Slyke, Kiki, your boy Kiki, mm-hmm. uh, and a couple other guys that might not even make the roster. And, you know, we got so much baseball to talk about, too, because that just had me on another thought on this ball four walking guys. You know that they – that you no longer pitch the balls, right? It's just you tell the guy you get first base, like in softball.
0: Wait, they've made that change in Major League Baseball?
1: Yeah, it's official. It's done. So if Barry Bonds is coming up, you'd be like, just don't even, just go, huh. go to first.
0: That, that's funny. You have
1: to even walk to the batting box.
0: Right, that's that's right funny, though, it. because I just showed DC a, a video on Twitter like one hour ago. Uh, Texas A&M's playing, guy in second and yeah. third. And and they're gonna walk, gonna they're intentionally walking the guy, and the pitcher throws it five feet over the catcher's head, and the guy scores and wins the game. They should still have to throw the four balls, don't you think?
1: Right, and one of the great moments in Dodger lore and history is Ferguson, the old outfielder slash catcher for the Dodgers. Uh-huh. I do you know if you remember Joe, yeah. he uh, he hit a double in a maybe a Phillies game. It was a playoff game. So he hit a double off the wall when they were trying to walk him. The guy just got it in a little too tight, and. And in this Texas A&M game that you're talking about, yeah. that literally happened three hours after they announced it. So they wow. announced, like, doesn't matter, no big deal. And then Texas A&M have a big school with a big college team. Uh, this is like, oh, yeah, so this we're not going to be seeing
0: this anymore. So, why? Why, yeah, it's a, it's why do they care? Why? Is that to cut down on time or what? I don't get it.
1: Yes. Yes, they're trying to cut down on time, but here's the beauty of it. They went and checked how many wild pitches – one out of every three days a team does that or every three every three days a major league team does it not like the same team uh uh-huh. it's only it, it hardly happens so it's basically going to save 15 seconds
0: a day right exactly that's the easy. next question was how many how many intentional walks do you do and it's going to save you 37 seconds here's what mlb needs to understand they're not the nfl and they're not the nba as far as action consistent action during a game Baseball is baseball. Guys go there. They bring big bags of peanuts, Cracker Jacks, hot dogs. They, they eat three meals during a nine inning game. It takes right. a while. Right. And that's baseball. And that's part of it. And you got the guys sitting there doing keeping the scorebook on their own. And you got I mean, it's just baseball yeah, would... environments just entirely different.
1: I would argue that baseball games per capita, because that's your favorite term whenever you try to get yeah, me on L.A. Uh-huh. things. But anyways, per capita, there is less talk about the sport you're attending at a baseball game than anything else. So if you and I are at a baseball game, we've seen each other. We're talking about how's the wife and kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you think this is going to happen? How much longer till football? Uh, how did school go for Chase? How's his team? Blah, 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 right? right. We're not really sitting there talking about, oh, that pitch was inside If this next pitch. But we're at a football game, 85% of our talk is like, you got to run. Totally. You know, this you know? And so baseball is a conversation. that's not even about baseball most of the time. It's different than any other sport.
0: You by are far. so right. That is so right. You go to a baseball game, and you even watch a guy batting, and you know how you can see the crowd behind him. If they're kind of a side view, they see the guy kind of sitting behind the first base dugout. And, and yeah. the guys in the batter's box and he's hitting half the guys are looking at the guy next to him, talking to him in a full on conversation. And they're not talking about why didn't he throw a fastball on, on, you know, the first pitch there. They're, t- they're talking about yeah. their family, their kids, the news. I agree. It's a social event that lasts three hours and, and. It's a lot of fun. It's very enjoyable, but that's what MLB needs to understand is they're not going... And the, the challenge that they have is the attention span of the up-and-coming generations is much different than our attention spans when we were kids.
1: Right, but if, you, if they if they use it right and they understand... Now, what, what is the killer? The big killer? Because I heard someone say, hey, a, a football game's only three hours, but that's that's on Saturday at uh-huh. 2 p.m. It's not... You know, I take a lot of clients to Dodger games and the game starts at seven and sometimes it's ten thirty, ten forty five. I got work, they got work, they're getting antsy, and then you know, did you know the Dodgers are planning on carrying um, I think ten relievers? So they're going left, <laughs> right, left, right, left, right every game. And that's what they need to do with yeah. you. Would you you're you're a baseball traditionalist all the way up and you play it and you teach your kids to love the game the right way. Would you have an issue if they said you can only make two pitching changes in inning?
0: No, I would not. I I think that, look, when you're talking about tradition, you're talking about baseball, you talk about the old days, you still had, you know, Don Drysdale pitching in the ninth inning, you know?
1: Right. And then Goose would, Goose Gossage would come in in the seventh and close.
0: Right. Exactly. No, I think actually that would be good. I think it'd be more strategy. Look, two an inning and and that's it and, and and maybe five for the game i mean have some sort of limit i wouldn't have a problem with that at all
1: yeah especially in september i mean there's some there are some giant dodger games in september where i think bochi and Mattingly would did a lot well you know no we did more pitching changes than anyone last year so doc uh, roberts he would go out there and I and I remember an inning and a half being like an hour and a half because yeah. every they were the game was so tight and so intense that and Dodgers both and Dodgers and Giants both go lefty righty lefty because they want you to burn through those pitchers but it's just so much time and the worst is you bring in a reliever he walks the guy then they bring in another reliever so right you
0: well ten and minutes on the walk I agree I I think that would be good and and so as as MLB tries to make their game more friendly like i said they got to understand hey that it's it's a, it's a an entirely different style but tomorrow is opening day for you know spring training mad bum will be on the mound and um we're off to the races
1: yeah well they're playing they actually have a Boston and Mets are playing right
0: now. Oh, okay. But,
1: but, but the majority of everyone, yeah, we don't is
0: going care tomorrow. about Boston and the Mets, so you don't even. It's let's go go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So so that's a little bit of baseball talk. Let's let's talk about a couple other things that that you know, and as obviously spring training starts to, uh, you know, as it an, unfolds and and we start seeing them play some games, and we'll, we'll that'll be our topics. We'll turn to baseball. Sorry, you listeners who don't like baseball. Sorry that you were not raised right. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, totally
1: about being raised right. That's, that's right. 100%. Thank you. Know, you. Uh, Trump sent out a Trump sent out a tweet. He's like, what's going on in Chicago? There's 20 more people murdered. First off, you're the president. You should know what's going on in Chicago. And secondly, the answer is they don't have any freaking dads. They weren't raised right. Okay. And if you don't have, like, baseball, you weren't raised right.
0: Okay. So There's there, people there right we there. have. All right. Well, that's... That makes a lot of sense to me, but uh, you know, I guess, uh, yeah, I guess uh, we were very fortunate to be raised right, and, and and we can, you know, we can tell you guys that played on the Mets in the seventies, and we don't even like the Mets, and that's that's a problem. I think that's yeah, maybe... well.
1: Here's here's a question. I think we we might have talked about it. I don't know. Have we ever talked about? Do you look at someone? Do you have any good buddies? That love a team, whether they love the Utes or they love the Cougars or they love this or that, and their son loves the exact opposite team. Like, Utes. If your kids, your your the guy that you know is a dad, and you think he's a good dad, but he's a BYU fan, and his one of his sons loves the Utes, you look at that guy the same. No. Even if it's vice versa, even if it's Utes and the kid's a BYU fan, I have less respect for that yeah. dad. Yeah. So I'm like,
0: there's a problem.
1: I am so brainwashed with my sports. And my kids, my two youngest could care less, but they know they have uniforms of all the teams. They know who they're supposed to like.
0: Right. If they decide to start liking teams, they know where they need to fall in line. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. they're still going to go to games. They like going to the games. They enjoy that part of it. Uh, They're just uh, ADD when it comes to watching (laughs) baseball. But do you have buddies? Like, just say he's a Miami Dolphins fan, loves the Dolphins, and then his kid's a Bengals fan. Don't you think, like... What did you do
0: wrong? Yeah, what, what happened there? There's 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 something wrong there and and we might need to get child services over there and, and have them take a little closer look. But uh,
1: Absolutely. So
0: so we're so you're in LA, you're in long LBC right now. The talk of LA and the talk of the NBA world over the last week has been what with Magic Johnson. First of all, what are what are your thoughts? Is he really going to come in and manage the team? Or is he just going to help them on some personnel decisions? What do you think?
1: Well, I've kind of changed a little bit. My original immediate thought was horrible. Like, just horrible. Like, why? It, really? Mm-hmm. This makes zero sense. I mean, I know we want to get back to the past. And USC does this a lot. USC loves going to guys that they had in the past. But guess who made USC relevant again? Pete Carroll, who okay. had zero you know. And I and you know, that's why I was a little worried about Sataki. Like I know he's a BYU guy, but I don't care. I know there's a different vibe, but I need someone that's gonna go out there and just win. So when he first came in, but then I kinda saw how he, what he was gonna planning on doing and see how he was gonna go about doing it and I'm a little more towards the middle of okay with it. I'm still not there yet. Um, but did you hear what Dan Levitard said in the last couple of days? No. So Dan Levitard came out and said, magic, uh, had a failed something or other. He had a failed talk show. Like that has anything to do with it.
0: It does. He okay. said,
1: yeah. Failed talk show. And, uh, he just, he jumped like four or five people that should be, would be better at that president of operations just because he's magic. And the media here then started calling Levitard a racist. Do you know Levitard? Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I
0: listened to, I've listened to him a little bit. I'm not a huge fan, yeah. but but I know who he is. I don't
1: like him. Yeah. And this is where I always feel proud of myself, and I can and I can love myself even more than I already do. I dislike him a lot, and I'm on his side. He should be able to go after Magic, even if his thing's wrong, because people are calling him a racist. First off, he's Cuban. And I... probably not the most racist. Secondly, he's a big Black Lives Matters guy. He's a little too liberal for my taste Mm -hmm. anyways. Mm -hmm. But people just jump at this. This is Michael Thompson, who's actually a Republican, is one of them, and a couple other guys locally here, uh, calling him a racist because he said this. Can we... I just want to be able to say if somebody sucks without having to have that be dragged in. Right,
0: right. Then
1: the only people that we can talk about bad, or it's already that way, is, you know, old white
0: dudes. That well, here's the it, problem. Fine. They're all
1: horrible and evil, but, right. but, but, but,
0: but here's the problem. it The pendulum swung from being way, you know, in the fifties and sixties, being way out of control as far as racism goes. Right. And now it's right. swung all the way to the other side. That is, you can't say anything. Look, you can't do anything without People, protesting people's people's rights and protesting um and an example and I don't I don't think we talked about this last week you might may, maybe we did in in Santa Cruz homeland security goes in and they find they have indictments for 10 MS13 gang members that they've had them been, been investigating and this has been something been ongoing for a number of years so they go into Santa Cruz and some cities around there and they arrest ten of these male twenty to forty year olds that have ties, indictments, ties to one of the worst gangs in the world. And students yeah, walk MX10, out.
1: 10 for people don't that don't know is a drug gang that does not care about human life.
0: No, most. they're they're horrible. And so then so people go to a town hall to protest this. People, uh, students walk out of schools because they went in there. They're breaking up all these families. Homeland Security. See, that's where the pendulum is swung to. You you, you know what I mean? I mean, 20 years ago, people are celebrating Homeland Security for going and, and cleaning up, you know, getting rid of some total scumbags and getting them out of our country. And now they're protesting because these murderers and these drug dealers and these really horrible people who probably happen to have kids, multiple kids, probably multiple families, whatever, that's what they're worried about? That's what what you're saying is a guy can't say, I think magic is not the best choice because it has nothing to do with race. It has nothing to do with anything other than just look at his resume and look at his experience. There's been a lot of great, it's always funny in the youth baseball world, somebody will say, oh, hey, this coach is gonna coach this 12-year-old team. He played college baseball. That means nothing. Oh, I love that. yeah. Right? It means nothing as far as... Now, it can mean something that if the guy actually gets it and he's a good coach and he has experience playing, yes, it can mean something, but it doesn't It doesn't mean that it means something because he played college baseball that he's going to be a yeah, good baseball means, coach.
1: What it means is that if he's coaching his kid, his kid's probably going to be good. That's all it means yeah, Right. Because he's got genetics. Right. So that's what you're... That's all it means. I mean, it, it takes 30 seconds if you're a sports guy to look at the I, I remember uh, when just Ojecek made the Hall of Fame for being that offensive lineman. No, he was, he sucked. That's yeah. why he's coaching. That's right. why he's so good.
0: Exactly. Uh,
1: I mean, uh, yeah, well, so,
0: it's, it's always a
1: joke. So when someone thinks though, that's
0: gonna with Magic, um, Mitch Kupchak is gone and Jim Buss. Now, Jim Buss would be the owner's son. Is that Right.
1: Yeah, so Jim Bus is basically going from trying to run it to just cashing those checks and uh, drinking Mai Tais. Hey, um, maybe
0: he welcomes it and he's excited about that, huh?
1: Yeah, I mean it's going to hurt your ego. I mean these kids aren't—they're—they're they're all silver spoony to a point, but they're—they're—they're yeah. they're, they're pretty educated. Sure. He had them learning the business a lot. He had them running the sparks, you know, which is the—I the, mean, I was going to say the girls' team. And they, I mean, they all, they didn't just jump in <laughs> to it. So they, they're, yeah. you know, it's going to hurt the ego a little bit, but uh, you know, it's going to be like when you take your vast uh, fortune and chase an East and just blow it down the toilet. It's going to be the same feeling hey, that they have.
0: I'm giving most of mine to, to uh, a church of my choice. You know, I mean, that that's, that's it. Well, man.
1: Scientolo- Trust me, Scientology needs it. So I'm, I think everybody's <laughs> happy to hear that. So,
0: all right. Well, the the last thing, this will be a little shorter one. You know, we've got a lot going on. We had some technical difficulties. I've got a very, very important uh, performance happening down at Alpine Elementary School here in a little bit. And so, uh, you know, so need- we
1: went from the best podcast ever. I have many people coming up to me saying, why don't, why doesn't Comer fly to Huntington Beach every week? And you guys should just do it live. And I agree you uh-huh, should do that. Uh-huh. Uh, to another technical difficulty. Well, here,
0: let so me explain a little bit. We've got the awesome studio now, and a lot of people saw it. Um, DC recorded it. The sound was great. What has to happen now is, or what's happening now is, the phone plug, you know, where we patch your the, the AE hotline in so you can be here, but what happens is you have technology that in the old days, it's easy. Technology doesn't necessarily make things better and easier, okay? So... <laughs> We had to go find a very old analog phone to be able to punch you in, and and so this is really the first pod where you're remote and I'm here, and 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 you know the energy and the the thrill and the enjoyment is definitely much higher when I can sit across that little table and just look into your baby blues. But uh, yeah. you know, we're, so we're gonna. What the goal will be is. But, the,
1: but we both agree that our concentration on what we're talking about because we get lost in each other's eyes.
0: It, it just and happens know, too much.
1: And I know that it happens because I have brown eyes and you think they're blue. So I know <laughs> mine are really working wonders on you.
0: Well, and, uh, <laughs> you know, here, here's the nice thing is we've got the we've got the studio. We've got some really great guys producing this. You know, DC Dino. And and are making it happen. We had a great response from our our pod last week, for sure. And that's the quality, Jim, that we just need to maintain. So with that, I think we need to dive into the email bag because that's always the way that we go out, uh, you know, we burn out strong.
1: Yeah. Did you say you had a last thing and then you want to, was the email bag the last thing or did you want to talk about regulation and how uh, the Leicester City coach was fired?
0: No, I want to talk about, no one cares about that. The, the emails, yeah, and then I have...
1: Guy, the guy just took Leicester City to the finals, and he just got fired. Did you hear about that? I know it doesn't have anything to do with what people care about, except that the act of a guy won a championship, would <laughs> be akin to uh, Bochy. Uh, Fres- Fresno State winning the national championship, and then halfway through the next year, them uh, firing the Fresno State. Why, coach. Why did they fire him? Because they wanted to mix it up.
0: Well, so there, so he, he won.
1: Relegation.
0: He won the championship. Right the, they got to tier one, or whatever that yeah. is, and now halfway one, through the they won season, won the
1: championship. Mm. Now they're on the cusp of going back down and being regulated. Regulated, which is also funny because of the most social liberal countries, England's right there. I mean, with Re- Brexit, maybe they're getting out of that, but they're right there. But they have the most uh, have the most market friendly. Um, why can't I think of the term? I don't know. Anyways, you got to win. Just yeah. Most capitalist. Yeah, right. Way where if you don't even produce, you get kicked out of the league. So right. Anyways. All right.
0: Well, I do okay. have one more thing. and and, yeah, and But I sorry. want to save that until after the emails.
1: Okay. Okay. Here we go. Um, all right. First one. Hey, guys. Love the show. So I was checking out the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. Hmm. Comer, I know you don't like Kate Upton, but I think she's super pretty, you know, for a flat chested woman. Sincerely, Kyrie Irvin. <laughs>
0: well, what's funny about that is somebody in my office, yeah. a female, brought it in and it was actually the person across the hall. It wasn't mine. And she she set it down and she said, oh, I, I grabbed the wrong male. And she said, look what was in it. She kind of laughed and she goes, you know, I don't really think that Kate Upton's very cute. Now, when she said that, the, the Darren in the next office, DC was, I mean, he started throwing stuff around. He was really, Irene. really upset. Yeah. Yeah, he was yeah. upset about that. So anyway, that'll be a discussion All for right. another day because I'm well, starting well, to hear well, more then, and more of that. Yeah,
1: the joke, though, that was in there, I think whoever wrote this one was, yeah. Kyrie Irvin said the world right. is flat. Right. You hear about that. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, go. I got that. All
1: right. <laughs> So here's another one. Wow, guys. Kyrie Irving's shots were a little flat during the three-point contest. Sincerely, every media guy watching All-Star Weekend. That's all I heard from everyone. So <laughs> fuck Kyrie Irving. Yeah, I get it. It's a funny yeah, joke. It's, just use it on the it was, it was
0: kind of funny the first time.
1: Kind yeah. of. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wow. This is the craziest thing ever. Westbrook is actually passing to Durant. My mind is blown. During the All-Star Game, sincerely every hack NBA analyst and fan. Was it really that big of a deal that no. Westbrook Brook was passing the ball to Durant? And, Do you think and, they really even and, hate each other?
0: And Durant tossed the ball up for alley-oop. I don't think they like each other that much. But the media, look, we know what the media does in every, in politics, in sports, in life. They need a story and they need something to talk about. And that was their story. It's
1: yeah.
0: well, so, uh, an interesting way. All right,
1: yeah. here's one. And you said I was a disaster in New Orleans. At least you didn't ask for me. Good luck with Boogie Cousins on the Pelicans. Sincerely, Hurricane Katrina. So.
0: <laughs> what, what do you think about that trade? I don't,
1: I, I don't get it. I don't get a lot of things, so I don't get that, right? Because they're both centers. And I know Anthony Davis can move around, and I guess mm-hmm. they both went for like 60 points and 10 rebounds each and then lost by 15. So oh, okay. Um, but you also got Boston who don't doesn't want to trade their either it would be one, two or three pick their, their number one pick that they're getting from Brooklyn to go get Paul George or to go get Butler on Chicago or basically make them a top two or three team instead of a top six team. Right. And, and they wouldn't trade it. But the problem is the, the pick that's coming in, the top three guys are all point guards and that's Isaiah Thomas. That's his position. So what, I don't get anything. Like, wouldn't doesn't Danny Ainge know that, like, yeah, these guys might be great coming in, but you're going to get an all-star, a superstar, to come in and play a position that you have a need for?
0: Right. No, I, I, I don't understand. So
1: afraid. I think everyone's so afraid to be the guy. All anyone thinks about when they're going to trade a, a pick is, am I going to be the guy that drafted Sam Bowie over Jordan? Like, is that going to be what I'm known for? You know? Yeah.
0: Well, you got guys making decisions, and they're some of them are as smart as we are. Some are way smarter, and some aren't very smart. And that's just the that's the fact. And so we'll we'll see how that plays out. I thought that was interesting because during All the right. All Star game, they were talking about how Cousins the, the, wasn't going anywhere, and during his yeah. post game yeah. interviews, he he goes so. All
1: right, two more quick ones. Uh, The next one. Hey, guys, love the show. So everyone's getting all freaking crazy about Anthony Davis going for 50 in the All-Star game. My boy is better than him, and if you were to trade places, you would have scored 65 in that game. Sincerely, Lonzo Ball's dad. (laughs) You know, it's not that far. He's only Chino, so the internet works quick to get out here. Uh, And then the last one, and we touched a little bit on it, but here we go. Hey, guys. Well, our team might not be the best. We might not win a lot. I can promise the Laker fans we'll have the best full-blown orgies money can buy in the history of the NBA. That, I promise you. (laughs) Sincerely, Magic,
0: Johnson. Well, and that works for SoCal. That's kind of what they're about, so that's perfect. All right, well, good. Well, that's a nice nice little email bag, and we didn't talk much about the All-Star Game, but... Uh, you know, we can, we can touch on that a little bit next week. My last little closing... We're
1: not going to talk about the All-Star game next my, my, week.
0: My, no my, my closing note is a little text that you sent last night that was very offensive because you don't even joke about this. You're, just because the Giants haven't eliminated the Dodgers in the playoffs the last two years does not mean that they are not their rival anymore. We know that to be true.
1: I—I I mean, I don't know. It seems like we, as a Dodger fan, I don't, forgot that the Giants were even in our division because we win it so easily. But does there have need to be? To come in there.
0: Okay, so did, did, don't you have to actually beat the Phillies once in the playoffs for them to consider you their rival?
1: Yeah, we did.
0: Oh, okay. All right. <laughs>
1: So, yeah, you're the rival, freak. if I have to say it. Of course you are. That was a comedy in it. I'm into yeah. comedy. That's why I'm that was not, skinny, that was short, not funny and at all. angry. Skinny, okay. short, and angry.
0: Okay, so next week we're going to preview a little bit more about spring training. And we're going to uh, also talk a little bit. I got one little point about the All-Star game. But, you know, it's uh, it's always a great time of year right now. You got March Madness coming up. You got spring training opening uh it's it's a nice time to be alive so we appreciate uh dc and we appreciate dino producing the show and and zotes we got some really exciting things we talk about zotes from what i understand over the next few weeks some better specials so we're uh yeah we're we're very uh, very grateful for our sponsors and we got a nice little pad now to to record out of and jimmy boy if you want to come up every other week and i go down there every week i think we could uh I think we could handle that. Done
1: and done. Now I'm going to Houston next week. So that's going to be interesting. It's going to have, it might have to be a, you might have to figure this out and do a nighttime pod because I'm not, uh, able to just
0: get out. We'll do that. We'll do nighttime next week. I'm heading to Vegas for the rugby sevens and then a baseball tournament. So we'll make that happen. Jimmy boy. Thanks. Appreciate you buddy. And, um, the fact that you're still excited about the Dodgers winning the offseason just makes me happy. There you go. All right. And for everyone else, thanks for tuning in. Go to zotes.com, AE15. You get 15% off, off of some very fantastic seeds. And until next week, same basic time, we'll, uh, we'll catch you on the flip side.